Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Oh, beautiful. Not taking no for an answer there. Now, Doran. 40. Oh, my gosh. I'm a cat now. Meow. Ask me about the astral plane. Sailor Moon. <laughs> Daddy, save me. This poor guy. I better save him. You're next. The job ain't done till the job's done. I have my revenge. I got its attention. He's the real winner here. How do you spell Tressum? Cook, cook, cook. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought you were saying cuck. <laughs> I'm going to cuck this fucking giant. That's rude. Fucking cuck. <laughs> a real turn. I'm going to have to Google cuck now. Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is season two, episode 19, Starry Eyed. MVP this week is Liz from our Discord, who is currently working their way through our backlog and has just reached episode 21, saying that Joe voicing the Wormling is their new favorite thing. Thank you, Liz. You're our new favorite thing. Thanks, Liz. How It Ends is a bi-weekly audio drama that intertwines grief, dreams, memory, and mystery. Micah Jones starts a podcast to put her nightmares to rest, but accidentally uncovers something much darker something she was never meant to find. If you're looking for a new spooky show to check out this year, start with our friends at How It Ends. You can check out links to listen at their website, howitendspodcast.com, or follow them on socials at How It Ends Studio. It's an awfully fun show. Sure is. All right, shall we do this? Yeah, let's do it. Woo! So I had a really... It wasn't a really stressful day because of work, but it was because at the end of the day, I was trying to get a hold of this company. And first of all, you call in and there and you get like the automated voice. They're like, so there's like a long pause and they're like, mm-hmm. please describe what you're calling about. Oh, those are the worst. And then so you say it and then it keeps guiding you. It keeps guiding you. And I keep hitting zero because like I'm busy. There's like a problem with this programming of this website and you need to have an account. It's all basics with, within financials and stuff like this. But it was an issue with the programming. Anyways, long story short. 
I was really stressed out about this. It just kind of ruined the end of my day. Aww. And I was so stressed. And so I went downstairs and the, my family wasn't home yet. And I cranked up the hardest, heaviest punk I listened to. And I just sat in front of the stereo and I let it like blast me. And I just closed my eyes and let it thump at my chest and like, you know, it was noise in my ears and I just, for a few minutes, I actually, it actually dissipated all my stress. So my question to you guys is, what is it that you do to help you de-stress mm. at the end of a stressful day or situation? Well, first of all, I'm so sorry that you had to freaking deal with that and oh, God. good on you for taking the punk music break that you yeah. needed to, to recalibrate. <laughs> the hardest, heaviest Cause I'm in too deep. And I'm <laughs> in my head, I'm just picturing it's like you just turn on your like time to get fucked up, and it saves the day. Hit me, baby, one more time. And it's just yeah, like yeah, that's what I mean. Like, Something corny. The sun will Avenge sevenfold. <sighs> Dead city punks. There's really something to that. I can think of a handful of, of songs also where if I if I remember that, oh, music just feels good. Stop and listen to it, idiot. You'll feel better in five minutes. If I can remember that. It's just almost doesn't matter what it is, but you go to your favorites and something will come up and it'll be like, oh, yeah, those are the good endorphins. They're they're happening now. That's nice. Please, sir, a crumb of serotonin. It's true, right? <laughs> uh, video games help me a ton, honestly. I would say whether it be something new or something that I get to play with my lovely wife or something like that I know really, really well. Like, honestly, to this day, I still play a ton of doom mm -hmm. uh, because I can play it while watching something else. I can play it while listening to music. And I find like the combined aspect of distracting my mind. Right. And listening to something comforting is really nice for stress because most of the things that I stress about, unfortunately, don't really have, you know, like the nature of my work nowadays isn't like uh, nine to five in the sense of you know, like I'm, it's kind of like constants. Like, oh, I can, I can work a little bit tonight, right? And I'll work tomorrow morning, and then I'll work. Yeah, you know, it's just kind of constantly working, which it's nice because it's, it's like lower. It's more impulse. You know, it's not. It, no, no one's ringing me off the hook between it's these constant. hours, but it's also constant. So it's like a trade off. You know, that's that part of finding finding a way to actually say I'm taking a break now. I'm turning that mm -hmm. yeah part of it. Well, but it's also the trade off, right? In the terms of like it, it's nicer in a way because I can you know I can stop. I can go downstairs for an hour or two and have lunch. Like I don't have that pressure of having to take my phone off the hook. Mm -hmm. But also at nine o'clock, if people in the UK need to talk to me, I need to be available. So it's like you know I don't. I, to me, it's a fair trade because I would much rather be low stress constantly than high stress between these eight hours. Both suck, but it's just the reality of it um, regardless distracting myself with like a video game that I really love because just listening to music nowadays isn't enough for me because my mind will still be pumping through and like trying to think about it as well so video games love video games fucking anyone who says video games are bad just hasn't played enough <laughs> some of them are it, it turns out there's a bell curve <laughs> a more yeah for me it really depends whether it's a situation that i can distance myself from or whether i have to muscle through it like mm. when mm -hmm. i'm at work i'm sometimes in a stressful situation that i can't really just like take a break from mm -hmm. because there's some emergency happening so in that situation 
I feel like if I just stop for a second and take stock of what's happening in my brain and sort of reorder my thoughts, I'm usually able to make the stress go away just by like tackling it head on. Like here's the five things that I have to do immediately to make this situation like downgrade to just right, to have a plan like, to urgent. Know I can, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So just like mentally ordering myself. But when it's something that I can actually disengage from, I really love sleeping. Ah. <laughs> That's so good. A nap fucking is transported. Being able to just like close my eyes and to reset everything that's happening in my brain and in my body interesting and to just get away from whatever situation it is that's stressing me out it's so that's my number one for sure is taking a little nap love that shit yeah i think i do the i think i do the opposite because i just i just walk and i walk and i walk and i walk and i walk i put on headphones and i walk and that's always what i've done is just yeah listen to music or listen to nothing headphones are a great way to get people to just uh not talk not to you talk mm-hmm. yeah. yeah or or to ignore them if they try to talk to you and you're like what's that sorry i've got earbuds in have you ever had someone try to take your earbuds out of your ears <sighs> no no if they did i'd so. slap no it okay. happened to me once on public transit and oh, i almost lost gross. my mind <laughs> i would i would uh i would probably flip out um, yeah. yeah i just i just walk and i think i and I, which is like my, I have a, my walk to work when I do it is uh, like 75 minutes. Oh, wow. And, and I do it both ways. So it's uphill a, it's in a, the snow, uphill on the way back. <laughs> um, and, uh, and it's a, uh, it's a good time to just really, really marinate whatever's pissing me off. Yeah. Um, Does it help or do you just enjoy like stewing stewing yeah <laughs> i i like i like the time i need to like cool down i've learned that like i don't i'm not a good person like if i don't if i don't take that time to like step back from the thing that's pissing me off i'm probably gonna like just be like more mad it's only gonna make me worse in the situation so if mm. i just sort of like step back and like go for the walk and i come back and i'm like now i can deal with this or i just text somebody and say hi can i be petty for a moment yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm just really petty. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, but I think we all we all have those moments where you're just like, I just I just gotta be mad. I just gotta tell somebody how pissed I am. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I should clarify. You know, like I, I was, I was, I was at work. It wasn't necessarily work. It was I like I was the consumer at this point. It's like when you call your telephone company or something, and they just you kind of go around in these circles. And and you're just like, okay, I'm the customer here. Why why am I getting treated like why why can't I get any further ahead? And you know, oh I was God. on 20 minutes trying to verify my identity, and finally I verified. She's like, oh, I can't help you with this issue. I'm gonna transfer <laughs> you. Five minutes on hold, and the call dropped. No. And I was like, I'm not starting this fucking process again right now. Just graduated to a tomorrow. That problem. reminds me of Harlan and I trying to get our PO yeah. box. Harlan and I went to the post office like three, four, five separate times yeah. individually together. And the person behind the desk was either like, I don't know how to do that. Can you come back later oh when someone does know how to do it? I don't it? know how to do that. Oh, it was even worse but because after not- that happened, I called them. So we showed up there and they're like, we don't have any. So I called the other location and I was like, do you have them? They're like, yeah. Then I was like, you know what? Just to check, I'll call the one we already visited that said they don't have any. Yeah. Just to kind of catch their bluff. And she goes, oh, yeah, we have them. We have plenty. I'm like, well, we just were in there. <laughs> yeah. I was like, she's like, oh, well, you know what? The manager can only do them. I was like, okay, what time is the manager in? Three to seven. I'm like, can you confirm how many you have? She's like, we've got plenty. I was like, cool. 
So I show up at 6.30 mm-hmm. and I'm like, hi, hey, I want to rent a P.O. box. She goes, oh, we don't have any. Yeah. I go, no, you do. Absolutely Like I do. just talked to somebody and she, and it was her. And she goes, like her face drains of color. She goes, <laughs> she's like, I don't know how to do it. I was like, so what okay. She's like, I don't, I just don't know how to do it. I was like, so what are you telling me? She's like, you have to come back. I'm like, no, no, but you told me to come back at this time. Like it's three to seven. It's six. You told me to come. So I just, I was like, I can lose my shit here and I'll walk out without a PO box or I could just walk out without a PO box. So I was like, okay, turned around and came home. And then I told Joe. And uh, we called again and confirmed. And then Joe went back in. And she's like, yeah, we don't have any P.O. boxes. Oh, my God. What the fuck? <laughs> and the manager is like, yeah, I no, we've never had to any. to the postmaster. And she's like, no, we, I'm sorry. We've ne- we don't have any. You can go to this other one. So I went to the other post office to get yeah. a P.O. box. There are stickers on the P.O. boxes that say, rent me. I'm high. I'm available. You can have me. I'm one of the P.O. boxes. I'm single uh-huh. and horny. <laughs> and so I, I asked, and this is a totally different post office. And I'm like... So we want to rent a, a P.O. box and she just goes, oh, I'm really sorry. I don't know how to do that. What? A totally separate location. She said, can you come back in like maybe four hours or on Monday? And I, I really like, can't. No, I cannot. I can't do that. In four hours? We're going to figure this out together. I said, I'm willing to stand here while you call someone who will tell you how to do this thing that you're supposed to do for your job. <laughs> yeah. That you, know how, that you should know how to do. And she was like... And then well, you do the pulling the earbud out of the ear and you step around the counter and you go, let's, yeah, let's get the manual. Excuse me, both of my parents let's worked the for the post out. office. Yeah. We'll figure this well, out. Good on my Joe, mother she, was the postmaster of our local. Yeah, for like, real but good on you because she, the, the lady did She knew it, how to do it. She knew how to do it. She, she just did it 10 minutes later. She well, just well, lied to my face. Fuck? And I was like, I'm going to stand I here just until don't you do it for me. Wow. That's the kind of bullshit that just really... Gets under my skin. Grinds my gears. It's my gears. I care to a degree, and then I go, ah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Who fucking cares? But I wanted you to get your Gardettos. What are, I still don't really understand what they are. I have it's a snack mix. It's, Har- it's, so it's Harlan's good. favorite snack mix. I refuse to learn anything until I can put one in my face. Mm-hmm. Okay, Rob, Rob. Whatever the fucking culture at the post office is, that mm. people are so afraid to say no on the phone and also so afraid to go tell their manager, I don't know how to do this. Can you help me learn how to do this? Because mm-hmm. I've been asked it yeah. twice today by these people. Like, like they're saying yes that, and no. That's the, like I'm not necessarily mad at that worker, although that shit's pretty ignorant to say yes on the phone twice when you don't and then to say, no, I don't know how. Fine, we'll do it. Like that's- Yeah, I was more baffled at like, what's your end game here? Yeah. Like you called, you told me to come at this time. You knew you were working at this time. Do you time. think maybe the phone calls are recorded and so they have to say the correct response? Yeah, but, like, but when you was, come in, they're she like, She just deer and headlighted me. She was like, uh, uh, I was like, but you, like you did, you knew this. You played yourself, son. You yeah, called me and told me to come told in me at this come. time. <laughs> Should have told me to come in when you weren't working. Why don't you say, I don't know. I will find out. Can you have five minutes? Like the idea that that's not... Or a- I don't know and I'm never going to help you. Could be that <laughs> I don't know. It yeah. just... I ain't doing shit. Or I don't know and I will, I'll try to wait you out. But if you keep standing there, I guess I'll do it for you. You know what we really need? Jack's magic letters. We do. Because They're these don't good. require we a don't post office. The post they don't require a P.O. box. <laughs> they don't require yeah. nothing. Slight hitch. They do require magic and they each take an hour to write. Oh my so. God, Rob. <sighs> It's always something with you. And you know, know. in the world of D&D, when you're really stressed out, you just get out your battle axe and you take it out on a party of goblins, you know? We can do anything. (laughs) 
That's true. <laughs> Shall we play? Speaking Let's bitch. play some D and D. Let's do it. Hey. Yay. The light here is an almost tangible physical thing. There must be some origin, but its source is unclear. The sky is simply bright. The division of sky and land is uncertain, for there is some distant horizon, a flat line of peach, but the ground mirrors the bright sky, reflecting pink light back up and everywhere. It would invoke vertigo to any sensitive soul to perceive it for the first time, but a stone giant does not exactly possess a sensitive soul. Blinking into existence, some twenty feet in the air, and then, caught by gravity, slamming to the ground, the giant discovers with a massive splash that the ground is covered with about a foot of cool water. Thousands of pearl-colored flowers float on the surface in all directions, water lilies whose pale, slender petals are crushed by the uncaring giant as he takes to his feet and looks around in wild confusion, dripping. A moment, realization sets in, and he bellows blood and rage up to the uncaring, peaceful sky. Jack, it's your turn. Jack sees red, banish this stone giant, knows we're all, got a couple of seconds to focus everything we got at this remaining stone giant. So he pulls out his wand, Pat's Kieran one time in case this is the end, and dashes out of cover, heading towards the stone giant. Whoa. He flicks out the wand, and all of these force weapons sort of conjure up behind him and start smashing into this thing as he gets closer and closer, which is magic missiles with all the alchemical jazz he can possibly put into it. So it's six missiles at, at fourth level. Jesus. How close do you run? I'm going to get 30 feet closer, and then he should be within 30 feet. You're crazy, man. There's no chance this works, but Red's going to save me. <laughs> Did he say my name? I didn't hear that. He didn't say daddy. Yeah. <laughs> so save me, count. daddy. Yes. Daddy, save me. He knows it's my code name. <laughs> 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 All right. Beautiful. Runs right out of cover at this thing. Throws every weapon in his arsenal at it, mixed with all the alchemical jazz he can get. And that adds up to six missiles doing 94 damage with all that kind of extra and then he tries his hardest with his mind to push this creature back (laughs) he knows it's a slim chance (laughs) but he wants to throw it back into that moonbeam so bad are you trying to make a strength check against this giant as a bonus action, can it make me a strength saving throw DC 17? <laughs> You're just pushing it with his hands? With his mind. He's just, he's telekinetically okay. shoving it. He knows magic in his head and he's going to push this thing back. 24. Well, okay, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer the idea of Jack running over and going, eh, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a very Jedi like try to push it back and I think maybe it just almost wavers but doesn't. But I, I yeah. got its attention. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you certainly did Boy, that. Did you. Oh, you definitely did that. Uh, uh, Mari, it's your turn. Um, is moving the moonbeam a bonus action or is it stuck now? It moves. Yeah. You can move it to where Jack is. Yeah. <laughs> On to Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Kill Jack. D6. 
do it. Do it. Just like, put me out of my misery. Just be like, oh, this poor guy. I better save him. Zap. And then Mari just looks at me like that picture with the girl in the burning building in the background. And I'm like <laughs> nodding slowly. And I'm like, now Doran. <laughs> no. You take them out. We get a boat. We just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Does the moonbeam work like if you end your turn on that space, you have to roll? Enters for the first time or starts its turn there. Oh, it should have taken damage at the start of its last turn. Oh, right? yeah, it yes. should have. Yes. Can we apply that, please? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Not taking no for an answer there. <laughs> Who the fuck was that talking just I there? liked it. Yeah. <laughs> Very assertive. <laughs> um, uh, 13, so it's a failed save, yes. oh, which means it's going to take how much damage? 4d10. Wow. Too many, it's too 40. many dice. Just oh my gonna... gosh, you rolled 10 times 4. <laughs> what are the odds? Nice. 1 in 10. Oh. That's Whoa, 10d4. Crazy. 14 damage. <laughs> Excellent. Ooh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so it's just it's just sizzling away and glittering as well. I wonder when we're going to see Mary Wild Shape. <sighs> I also I don't feel like it would help right now. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. Yeah. I'm, I'm just... <laughs> She'd just be like, I'm a cat now. And you're like, what good is this? <laughs> Meow. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm hoping is we're like in the belly of the, the stone giant's fort and everything's fucked and you're like... <laughs> Okay, guys, and then you just become a giant spider, and we're like, "What?" <laughs> just a side note: I like was like when you guys talk about the tresum, I was like, "Oh," and I tried to look it up, and if you spell that wrong, it goes. Did you mean threesome? And then it just pulls up so much pornography. <laughs> 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 oh no! Did you mean threesome? To the locals in your area I spelled it wrong, and it just thought I meant threesome, and there is so mm-hmm. much porn that came up. Tresum. Um, How to spell tresum? T-H-R- yeah, good excuse. E-E-S-O-M-E. Yeah. It's like threesome, but not. Wow, it actually really does. Yeah. How do you spell tresum? Oh, T-R-E-S-S-Y-M. Yeah. Threesome. Threesome. Search. I'm going to call them threesomes from now on. You see a stone threesome. T-R-Y-S-S-Y-M for our listeners. It's quite a nice bust, really. All right, Mari, it's your turn. What do you do? She uh, she sees the giant that's moving, I guess, lumbering towards Jack or staring at Jack. That's just, it's just oh, yes. so fucking mad now. It's got its arm out ready to petrify and everything. Yes. And she, so she uh, swings her arms out and moves the beam over. So it's, it slams right into that giant. It's covering him again. Oof. As he's, he's uh, as he's mm. engulfed in this, in this glittering light. Oof. Oof, indeed. I'm going to make another saving throw. Constitution save, correct? Yes. Yeah. Cook him. Because I'm going to be in trouble if you don't. 23. That's that's real safe. How much damage do I take? 13. <laughs> Mari, what does it look like when you dissolve <gasps> this stone giant into dust? No. Nice. Hey. Yeah. That yeah. was lucky. He had 12 hit points left. Oh, yeah. beautiful. <laughs> This beam of light comes over it and she watches and just tries to hold this beam there as it just starts to pull away the little pieces of rock. They almost start to look like ash, but they drop and turn into little tiny pieces of gravel that dissolve down into the ground. And there's just this big steaming pile of, of bits of rock that you can just see in, in amongst the snow and just all of this heavy, heavy steam coming up from it. Mm. Mm. And there's a club just falls down beside it like Looney Tunes style a little bit late. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. All right. 
at the end of this next stone giant's turn, it returns from its brief vacation in the astral plane. Uh, Send me back. Ask me about the astral plane t-shirt. <laughs> That's right. What's the, what's the plan with this one? We're going to talk to it. So the giant appears in this shimmering cloud of astral dust, which has a very peculiar cinnamon scent. Oh. And Just to watch his friend dissolve into yeah. nothing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just in time. You're next. Unfortunately, it's no less terrible and xenophobic than before. Oh. Uh, Doran. Is, My husband. Doran, it's your turn. Doran, kind of in the midst of getting up onto his knees and dusting himself off after lying face mm-hmm. first in the snow sees that for one moment there's no other giant left. He sees the one dissolve and then he's thinking a sigh of relief not knowing what has actually occurred only to see it appear again and he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess this yep. is not done. And uh, he's going to charge. He's going to just take it head on. He's going to charge against this giant. The job ain't done till the job's done. Excellent. Doran is going to, now that he's made his way to the giant, he's going to start hacking at his toes again. Because that's what little dwarves do. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a 26 to hit. Doran Toebiter, they call him. <laughs> they call him Iron Fist. I don't know why. That's because he was a baby and he nibbed on his toes a lot. And I don't know how I rolled a 17 on a d12. <laughs> no, it was a 26 to hit. And that's going to oh. be, oh, 11, it's called cheating. 19 damage. 19 points. Excellent. Yes, nice. sir. One toe comes off and another toe. <laughs> oh, that. Luckily, they have 26 toes. <laughs> going to have to be a reroll. Oh. Because I'll tell you what, a one don't hit nothing. I'll tell you what. I can't, I can neither confirm nor deny. And this is going to be a 20 to hit. Ooh, okay. Doing. 30, 20. Twenzoni. Oh my god. Oh my god. Nine points of damage. I rolled a one. That's Orc Splitter. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> What's your problem, Doran? Uh, nine damage? Yes. Um, You don't quite do an- another amputation. No. That was insufficient. You just remove a toenail. Yeah. Insufficient. You give it a, you give right. it a pedicure. How do you like them? Uh, peanuts. Huh? <laughs> Doran kind of <laughs> barks up at the... Uh, the giant. <laughs> the stone giant looks down at you quizzically. It's never heard that expression before. Yeah, and, and Doran does like a shrug, <laughs> staring back up at the giant. I don't know. <laughs> I was just thrown. Red, it's your turn. Red is going to fire an arrow. Uh, that is going to be 19 to hit. Yes, you do. Uh, and I'm going to try to beguile it. <gasps> so Committed. I'm going to... Choose one of my allies within 30 feet, which is going to be Doran. <laughs> and this target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw, or it's charmed by Doran until the start of my next turn. Whoa. Huh. Yeah. Actually, wait, hold on. Is Jack 30 feet? I was going to say, and you choose Doran. <laughs> well, <laughs> because rightfully so, Jack is too far. So yeah. it's only Doran. Yep. It has to be 30 feet. Here we go. Uh, well, that's fine. I am charming. It is a wisdom saving throw, and I can tell you the saving throw will be... I'll tell you the number, and then you can tell me if sure. I hit it. That way, no one's like, ah, oh, she's fucking fudging rolls. Or I w- always worry that people are like, sure. nah. DM's not playing fair. I did, I did hit a 17. 15 is the throw, saving right. throw, so you passed. So we're good. So this is just going to take damage. Cool. But it was worth trying. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Good I love thinking. that idea. Good thinking. Good thinking inside of the box. I got brains as well as beauty. 
Why are you all laughing? Red or Harlan? Oh, sorry. Are we supposed to be commenting on that again? No. It's best not. I know I'm beautiful. I know I'm beautiful. Shut up, baby. I know it. Shut up, baby. I know it. (laughs) 15. No, it's going to be more. But we'll just go with that. 15 damage for the first one. Cool. And I will attack again. Mm -hmm. This time, I'm just going to try to hurt it. I'm going to use my inspiration. Get it. That would be a natural 20. No! Oh, on the same die I already rolled it on. Wow. So you roll your damage die twice. Hey! Zorb, Alex. <laughs> Good Zorb. He did it. Apply the modifier once. You he got it. Retain it's the episode. He's the real winner here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's proof We've positive. We've been playing for three years. Yeah. Let's do it. It spreads time. Red, Red it's, it's your time. Do-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee. 37 damage. Nice. nice. All right, Jack. It's your turn. So we want to talk to this guy, right? That's our, our ultimate. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, right. we want to torture him. I mean, question him. <laughs> yes, we want, to, we want to question this guy 100%. But I also recognize that if we don't whittle him down a little bit, there's going to be no argument for him to yeah, talk to Yeah, we have to, to us, take so. him to the point of... Well, magic is the argument. The argument is magic. Having... But do you have charm? Do you have charm person? No, I got suggestion. And I can suggest for the next eight hours he... Be polite and talk with us and see what that does. <laughs> I'm going to keep whittling him down while we try those things. All right, Jack, Rob, I'm going to s- request maybe you don't do it yet. Because if we bring him to the point where he's on his knees and what's that? It's not the death blow, but then you hold it back a bit. What's that called? Yeah, you can deal non-lethal, non-lethal. damage. If we get him to mm-hmm. that point and then you do the suggestion thing, it might be a little bit more effective. Mechanically, it won't be. So I'm just going to not be in their line of sight soon. Sure. Okay. Fair enough. Jack whips out Dazan's wand and fires a firebolt right in the face of this giant, trying to blind him for a second so he can get a moment to get out of the way. Firebolt. Uh, Firebolt. Like tennis balls. Now you get to roll to hit. Yeah. I think Rob likes to roll to hit sometimes, Sometimes. so that's why he's got Firebolt. Damn right. Uh, It's 18. Yeah, you just hit. For 10 fire damage. He's... He's found the secret AC, everyone. Uh, and then Jack rushes 30 feet away, trying to hide behind some of the old structures that are poking out of the ground here. Excellent, excellent. That makes you even more of a target for a stone giant, you know? Well, they got to I guess. I don't well. know. <laughs> All right, Mari, you're up. What happens next? I'm going to cast, just to help everyone else, Create food and water. Yeah, I'm gonna cast. I'm gonna cast good berry, (laughs) (laughs) and then I put the berries in my pocket for later. Yeah, (laughs) and I just I just want to be prepared because I know everyone's gonna want a snack after the battle's done. You know, like some orange slices. You can move your moonbeam sixty feet, right? It's it's still going, I guess, because that guy, even though he's dead, it just keeps it just keeps going. It's cooking, yeah, girl. Yeah. I sh- I'll, sh- I'll do something as a bonus. I'll do something as a bonus this time. It'll be fun. One day. I could do something cool as a bonus. You can just like like sit down. You can just, just put on your sunglasses. I'm just, I sh- she's just sitting there <laughs> just in the distance I'm doing the wave the and moving a fucking beam around. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is running into battle. She's like, ha, 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 ha. I'm doing jazz um, hands. <laughs> yeah. Jack, have you considered getting a fucking beam to do, do all the work for you? <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a nice ball. But it's true. <laughs> um, she sees 
Jack Renan hide behind the pile of rubble after casting Fireball. Tactical retreat. Fireball. Fireball. It's very spy with back up against the ducking around the corner, James Bond style. Ugh, stop trying to sell us on you being a spy. <laughs> I want to be a Harper so bad. <laughs> she can see this thing just like turn around and just and just like stare at him. And she's just like, God, she's like, damn it again. And she shifts Moonbeam over so that it engulfs Jack. this thing. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Finally, I have my revenge. I don't even need yep. it. <laughs> now, <absolutely>. Doran. <laughs> she takes, she pushes over towards Red just to be evil. Oh, no. It turns out it's chaotic evil this whole time. I oh. know, I know. Played it well. Um, 22 to save. No, so half damage. Uh, Seven damage. Okay. Um, But I'm going to do a uh, bonus action, mm-hmm. uh, which is starry form. Ooh. Oh, this is brand new for you. This is brand new for me. And uh, it's, uh, you were saying I don't do wild shape. Well, I can do wild shape in things that aren't animals. What? Which is even better. Right after she moves that, she uh, puts her hand on the little necklace that's around her neck. And uh, this sort of glittering light sort of starts at her hand and then spreads out all across her, engulfing her in this shape. Like Sailor Moon. <laughs> ba- kind of, yeah, basically, yeah. yes. Yeah. Joe is well aware of the discussion that we had. <laughs> but, um, she does the thing with the leg kick. It's great. Um, uh, it engulfs her, and on her back there forms uh, with a bunch of arrows. Ooh. Because she's taking on the archer form. <gasps> she looks over at Red because he's in the tree not far from her. She gives him a big old wink. Does anyone see this transformation? Because, Mari, you're like way in the back. Jared's the only one who could maybe see her. Uh, all they see is just this silvery bolt just come flying out, just Brrr. sailing from between the trees out into this giant and just ping straight into it and disappear. But clearly it pushes him back. It's like altogether different from the magic missile or from Red's arrows. Yeah. There's this like lance of light. As it sails by, there's like a little trail of stars behind it that just wink out just sort of slowly. They leave like little patterns in your eyes. That's cool as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I rolled a 24 to attack. Whoa. Rock and roll. That absolutely hits. Uh, and just eight damage. <laughs> Excellent. Cool. So it's the giant's turn because now this moonbeam is on it again. It's going to continue searing and sizzling its flesh. That's a 13. That's a fail. Ooh. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> How much damage does that deal? <laughs> cuck, Four, cuck, D10. cuck. Um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were saying cuck. <laughs> I'm going to cuck this fucking giant. That's a real turn. I thought it was a joke on the tressum. I'm gonna uh. have to. I'm gonna have to Google cuck now. Yeah, <laughs> that's twenty-two damage. Threesome cuck. Are you kidding me? No. So you killed the giant. I think with thirteen uh, damage. Yes. Who had twelve hit points left? This giant has twenty-one hit points left. MVP Mari. <laughs> yes. Nice. Oh. Mari's like, I'm getting a taste for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of sizzling stone giant. Here we come. Where's that Tressum? I want to kill again. <laughs> I thought you said these guys were tough. <laughs> You've awakened something in me, Red. I like this. <laughs> and with that, the stone giant just gets pulverized to dust by the weight of this energy spewing down from the heavens. Mari just sort of walks out from behind this tree she's been hiding behind this entire time. Wait. Didn't we want to question him? Um... <laughs> You just, like, look at the pile of dust on the ground. What the fuck? 
Once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters Alexander, Artistic Witch, Brian Blass, Brianna Weber, Michael Weber, Brain Marie, Christopher, Colin Burkhart, Creature, Cytosine, Daniel, Elizabeth H, Glory, Doug, Kirsten Wolf, Haley, Heather Nichols, KR, Lars, Lasagna, Lita J, Lorelei Feldman, Last Ruth on the Left, Lost with Two Faces, Marimo, Melissa, Moss, Matilda Rushing, Matt Wordberry, Merlin, Michelle Khan, Tama Konatsa, Reagan, Shadowhaven, Sky, Terra, Tony Pepperoni, Trapper939, and Tyler Fowler. Woo! Thank you so much! Oh. Yeah, but honestly, did no one realize that we wanted to question him? Why did we kill him? I mentioned it twice. I don't know. Nobody heard me. I, guess. I mentioned I just... it. I didn't kill him. Mari, what the fuck? Mari, what the fuck? I forgot. <laughs> She's new. It's her first right. day. I was <laughs> kick at the dust pile. All right. Let's stop recording. That was good. Good ending. job, guys. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Excellent. Cool. Yep. Sorry. Well I was done. having a good time. No, for sure. For sure. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.